What is up, guys? It's Alex Johnson here, the founder and lead analyst at YardsPerFantasy.com. Welcome to this special edition of the Feed Me Fantasy Podcast. Let's eat. Do you make your own projections? Or have you ever wanted to try? Check out our projections template that just went live for 2022. We did it last year for the first time. Matt Flowers, our director of content at YardsPerFantasy.com, put together this awesome, awesome template. We sold it for $5. Great feedback. A lot of people used it. A lot of people loved it. So we decided to do it again this year and make it even better. That's right. We made it even better. So, of course... Because we made it better, we had to raise the price just a little bit, just a little, little bit. From $5 to $7.99. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Let me tell you, checking this bad boy out, and from the feedback we've already gotten, this thing is worth a hell of a lot more than $7.99. But, but, but. As loyal listeners to the Feed Me Fantasy podcast, if you email me, admin, that's A-D-M-I-N, at yardsperfantasy.com, and tell me that you want to purchase the projections template for 2022, I will knock off the additional $2.99, and I'll give it to you for the $5 price that it was available for in 2021. That's a hell of a deal. Let me tell you, you're getting so much more than just an easy-to-use projections template. It's so much more than that. It's ready to go right now. Like, literally, no setup time. You just jump in, you start making your projections. Team-by-team 2021 data is built in on each team page ready for you to use, to compare, and to kind of use that research right there on the page as you're making your 2022 projections, as well as league averages for comparison as well. The players are already in there for each team, saving so much time. It just saves you so much time. That there is worth the $7.99 or more. And after you do your projections, this thing auto-generates rankings for each position. And you can change the fantasy football scoring settings on those rankings. How freaking incredible is that? How awesome is that? It's so damn cool. You can include tight end premium. Hell, this thing is amazing. You can create your own tiers within those rankings and use this thing while you draft. Export these rankings, download them, show them off on social media. We've made it easy for you to just clip it and put it on social media. It looks beautiful. And then, and then, once we get to the season, you can turn it into, we've made it easy so you can turn it into a weekly projections tool. So use it week one, week two, all the way through the damn season. This thing's incredible, and if you have any hesitation 
about how to navigate through it. If you think you're going to be able to do it, we've got some screenshots of what it's going to look like. We also have a video tutorial. And again, you can always reach out at admin at yardsperfantasy.com through email. Hit us up on Twitter. We're always, always, always happy to help. So get the projections template for 2022. Start building your projections today. It's never been easier to build projections than it is right now at yardsperfantasy.com. Just go to yardsperfantasy.com slash projections. And then use your projections to dominate your drafts and get ahead of the game on Underdog Fantasy's Best Ball Mania 3 tournament with $10 million in prizes. And use our promo code YARDSPER to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Get drafting now. Don't fall behind. The, The elite drafters are drafting now. Do not fall behind. Promo code yards per underdog fantasy. Let's go. So today's episode, I said it was a special edition, and it is. Since we're still among the rookie draft season, I know it's kind of winding down here a little bit, but I thought I'd kind of do a little rewind, a little replay of an episode I did last year talking about some of my favorite rookie draft strategy tips. So I'm going to replay that episode for you. And then we'll be back with a fresh, brand new one next week. I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes that's going to enhance this show as well as other content across Yards Per Fantasy, across platforms. So that's why I'm kind of doing this little replay rather than a fresh, brand new episode this week. Didn't have an episode last week. But we're back Brand new content starting next week and hopefully every week now through the end of the season. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Rookie draft strategy from last year. Let's go, baby. It's prime rookie draft season. The rookie draft is one of the most important elements in building a dynasty franchise that can sustain long-term dominance. Taking the wrong approach to this part of the game can ruin your team for multiple years. I don't want to see anyone put their teams in that position, so I figured I would lay out my best practices for how to handle the rookie draft. Let's go dominate. My first tip is enter the draft with more picks than rounds. Throughout this episode, you'll notice I refer to the rookie draft picks as currency. You want to have as much of it as you can when you enter the rookie draft. This will allow flexibility when moving around the draft board and acquiring assets, whether it be veterans, more picks, or future picks. While I suggest going into a draft with at least one additional pick, I'm not saying that you have to, or even should, use them all on rookie selections. But if if you're building a dynasty that is intent on competing year over year, then you always want to have a plethora of capital. Number two is wait to trade away picks until you're on the clock. Think about this. Your league mate is convinced Prospect X, let's call it, is going to be a stud. He or she has fallen in love with this player during the pre-draft process and cannot wait to finally acquire his or her share of this player for the first time. You're now on the clock and your aforementioned league mate is sweating it out hoping their guy falls to their selection. The longer the clock ticks, the more anxious and desperate they are 
to make a move. This is your time to strike. There is no moment where this pick that you hold will have more value than right now. You have a desperate manager who wants to trade for their guy and has an opportunity to trade for the chance to press the draft player button. It's a sweet moment. This is when that pick holds the most value. Not at the combine, not during the NFL draft, not the day before your league's rookie draft, and not even after you actually pick the the actual player. On the clock, in the moment, is when you'll be able to retrieve the most bang for your buck. Tip three is don't trade up. We all think we know these prospects inside and out. We've gone through our process, whatever that is, and we're convinced we know best. We all fall victim to this every year. The truth is, we really don't know as much as we think we do. We just have to accept that. Whether the process is film grinding, analytics, or a combination, we simply don't really know. And that's okay. But we must embrace the variance. That's why more often than not, it's suboptimal to trade up thinking we know a certain player is going to hit. We just don't. So why give up precious capital to go all in on one guy when in fact we're actually lowering our chances of hitting because we just gave up multiple lottery tickets to move up? The best practice, in most cases, is to move back within a tier and collect more picks, players or you know, and or future picks. Learn to take the emotions out of drafting and operate from a more logic and reasoning perspective and your long-term results will reflect positively. Of course, as is the case with all of these tips, there are obviously certain circumstances that warrant a move up. This is not a never-ever type of situation. Number four is use early picks on running backs. Of course, this doesn't mean take Trey Sermon over Jamar Chase or even any of the top five or so wide receivers. But in most cases, top-tier running backs should be valued over top-tier wide receivers. It comes down to position scarcity. Elite running backs are harder to come by than high-producing wideouts. And how often do you hear about a wide receiver who was a league winner? Not very often. It's always running backs who make the difference on title-winning teams. It's no different than why we see running backs go at the beginning of seasonal league drafts. The guys toting the rock are also generally a safer bet. A running back with good draft capital is basically guaranteed to get plenty of opportunity to fail before a team moves on. Where for a wide receiver, it's much harder for an underperformer to be a fantasy-relevant player because a quarterback can simply just not target him. Again, I'm not telling you to take this tip literal or to the extreme, but when we have guys similar in value and talent, always lean running back. If you're concerned about longevity, I get it. Generally, wide receivers, they last longer. But if you know when to get out from a running back, you know, trade him for a wide receiver. But if you know when to do it, then you'll really hit the sweet spot in maximizing the value of your dynasty roster at all times. But that's, you know, a strategy for another day. Tip number five is draft your upside in the later rounds. 
Home runs, baby. We want to hit those home runs, right? We all do. The early rounds of your rookie drafts are for the safe bets, though. You don't want to squander a high-value selection, so it's important to lean floor over ceiling in the first round and, you know, the first half or so of the second round. But the cost of missing and the hit rates is much lower the later we get into a draft. That's why once we hit round three, it's all about upside. We want to take a shot at that home run. Find the next Chase Claypool. Find the next Stephon Diggs or James Robinson. Rip. Number six is draft picks are currency. Like I mentioned earlier, draft picks are currency of dynasty leagues. It's the currency. It's the money we play with. It can be used in all sorts of ways, whether it be moving around the draft board, buying veterans, or simply using them at face value to select a prospect. That's why it's important to spend it responsibly. A few misspent draft picks will doom your team in the long run. It's also why you want to collect as much of it as you can. The more picks you have, the more valuable your franchise is. Number seven is walk out with additional picks in next year's draft. So building off the last tip, one of my favorite dynasty hacks is to add additional draft picks for future years. That's why I go into every rookie draft with the goal of walking out of it with at least one more future draft pick than I had going into it. I can do that in a number of ways. I can trade back and acquire a future pick. I could also trade out altogether. Maybe an early second for my opponent's future first, for example. Either way, I've set my team up for sustainable success and given it flexibility by adding that precious currency. And number eight is take the best player available. There's a time and place to fill a need. The rookie draft is not that time nor that place. Instead, the rookie draft is to increase the value of your dynasty team. There is no reason to worry about your starting lineup more than a month before the season kicks off. Build a valuable roster instead. There will always be opportunities to trade for need. And because you drafted for value, you have more in your pocket when it's time to make that deal.